Yeah, it's okay for us to do this, but we don't want to corrupt the um, dignity of the people out there in the audience. No, you, you have know? to be a professional to do this. There's a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it's 11 past noon at WIOD. Boy, I, I can't stop eating, see, because they said we want you to taste a little bit of everything we've got. Mm -hmm. The country fried steak was phenomenal. I had a lot the of that. corn fritters, honest Excellent. to God. This is a special report from NBC Slightly News. Now from Washington, here's Tom Brokjaw. This is Tom Brokjaw, live from the floor of the Senate. Although President Bush continues to seek support for David Souter, his nominee for the Supreme Court, Senate Democrats are suggesting an alternative candidate, Andrew Dice Clay. While it's believed that the Dice man's views on freedom of speech will appeal to liberals, his views on a women's issue should also appease conservatives. As Dice himself told me earlier. This chick named Sandra Day O'Connor said, Mr. Clay, please call me your honor. I said, look here, you bitch. I don't give two sh Now how's about we hop in the sauna? Oh! This is Tom Brokejaw. More later on the NBC Slightly News. So what was that, like about a pig's knuckles? What were you talking about, Cheryl? It's 11.25 at WIOD. Look at that phone, boy. This has been a bizarre day, hasn't it? What? Oh, bulldog's feet. I'm sorry. Well, I've never seen anybody who had fingernails like a bulldog's feet, but that is kind of interesting. Something does uh, conjure up all kinds of wild images. Anyway, and then that chicken neck, that's kind of interesting, too. Well, maybe they can do like a package deal. We have an open line in Broward, 524-WIOD, one on the star line. Like I started to say before Cheryl interrupted me. Um, what the hell is going on? Really strange day. Sat down and every line was lit. We started out with Gladys in the 10 o'clock hour. It was just uh, incredible. She just wouldn't get the hell off the phone with a bunch of terminal, depressing, geriatric stuff. And uh, it's either feast or famine today. It's really bizarre. Star IOD. Yes, I'd like to talk to Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yeah. I'm going to drive my Porsche snow skin. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you all come along? No. Oh, it's fun. Back at you. Oh, buttload. Okay. Oh. 26 after 11 at WIOD. Don't start calling here ragging on Rick Riley the day he's going on vacation. Wait till Monday. He won't be here to defend himself. But Chuck Meyer will be here Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday filling in, filling the gap for Rick and Putts. And Hank Goldberg will be here on Thursday and Friday, and he's not too excited about it. Anyway, I'm going to sit and wait until we get all those lines lit, okay? There are three still open, one in Dade, where we're getting line checkers over and over again, and two in Broward. When we get them all set, when you're all ready to go with a full board of calls and a bunch of enthusiasm, then we'll be ready to do a show, okay? That's just the way it's going to be, okay? I don't want to start playing butcher host, because that would certainly be out of character. Anyway, that's pretty exciting if we've really sold 61,000 tickets for those two games, if that is really true, and it came right from the horse's nose, so... Uh that is incredible. Wow. Would it be something if we packed the place both games? Let's go to a payphone in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. Let me say it again. Yeah. Uh, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> is it my phone or your phone? It sounds like uh, our phone. Oh, uh, your phone. Okay. Yeah, my I, phone is your phone. I'm so. first-time caller. Okay. Uh, I never talked to you before, so not, uh, I sell newspapers out in the traffic. Yeah, you, you what? I sell newspapers. Out in the traffic? Yeah. You see the street vendors in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. yeah that's what I do. You're uh, one of those guys? Most of those guys are pretty weird, I always thought. 
Aren't they? Right, yeah. Do you have to go to some kind of a weird test before they let you do that? Really Uh, strange. Yeah. Everybody thinks that everybody's out on uh, work release or something. Yeah, they look like (laughs) axe murderers, most of them. Of course, I'm sure you're an exception. (laughs) Thank you. Well, you sound like one. Uh, I just enjoy your show. I listen to you every day. Well, you're one hell of a guy, I'll tell you that. Hey, it's hard work out here, dude. You ever have anybody try to run you over out there? Oh, yeah, all the time. Good. Well, it probably keeps you busy, keeps you in good shape. Yeah, it does keep you in good shape. When I come down 7th Avenue in the morning uh, to work, I always try and run over as many of those uh, Herald (laughs) people as I can. (laughs) Well, I don't sell the Herald. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. Anybody who would sell the Herald deserves to get flattened. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, how was it so far? Was it okay? Yeah. Great. Have a great day. Okay, then. Okay. Good job. 28 after 11 at WYOD. We still have two open lines in Broward. Boy, Alice must have the proctologist or something good on today because we're just dying in Broward. We just can't can't get arrested in Broward. 524-WIOD. I think we're going a little bit too fast. Maybe all the people in Broward County are trying to act as personal escorts for the French Canadians. Isn't it time for them to go home? Wouldn't that be great? Boy, I, they are really here in masses now, in droves. Everywhere I go, just just loads of those Quebec plates. Just billions. Even on 595, there should be a law that they're not permitted on 595. Can't we put up like a big sign that says no frogs? In fact, that could be a new international symbol, the circle, the red circle with the slash with a frog behind it. I think they get the message. Boynton Beach. Hey, Neil, I'm finally on, huh? Yeah. How you doing? Okay. Hey, listen, for all the satellite viewers out there, yes. I just want to tell them on T2, uh, 21, 22, 23, and 24, you can catch all the NCAA action. Unscrambled. Unscrambled. That's the CBS uh, satellite. Right. Mostly, yeah. Without a doubt. And hey, uh, how about them Chicago Cubs this year? Is the gerbil going to win you a, a pennant? We're going to do it, sir. You think so? How we'll, about the Red Sox? How about the Red Sox? Yeah. Well, we'll be back in that choke battle again in the uh, American League East. The Cubbies, though. You're right down to the last couple of days to see who chokes first. Like those Syracuse Orange men did last night. That's right. They're the best. You picked the great one. Yep. Well, at hey, least Neil. at least there's no tension. Okay, we got it out of the way right off the bat. Now we Without got Michigan. We got Michigan State going today, sir. Without a doubt. I Look just out for call. those Spartans. Yes, call. Call Ginzo a douchebag and tell my wife I love her. Okay. See you later. See ya. Okay, he called his wife a douchebag and told Ginzo he loves him. It's 1130 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-IO, whatever it is. You know what the hell it is. Why do I keep even bothering with it? You know what the hell it is by now. Right after all these years, you know exactly what it is. You just like to make the people on the air work and work and work for those hard-earned, paltry few dollars that we eke out. And George is very, very hostile. He said, they just gave me the check that I was short in my paycheck yesterday. He said, the amount they shorted you yesterday is more than my entire paycheck, and I'm pretty damn pissed off about it. And just to show how upset he is about it, he's been on that phone all day today. See, since they got that new headset, we got a new deal going. He's doing his own show in there. Just like somebody that, uh, what's her name, and Kendall loves. What's her name? Bobby and um, Sandy. Sandy. Well, I forgot. I got a mental block after that embarrassing call yesterday. I'm beginning to... I don't want to jump to uh, conclusions because up until now, she's been wonderful. But I'm beginning to believe that she's kind of like an overbearing, pushy bitch. Is that possible? Do you get that feeling? A domineering bitch, Sandy. I could be wrong. I'm not saying you are. I said I'm beginning to get the feeling that you are. And if, I, if you are... Um, 
And not only that, but anybody that's married to Bobby, any guy that looks like that and has uh, got this big thing for Marvin, you need an eye doctor immediately, Sandy, okay? In addition to which, Marvin is Jewish, so don't count on too much. Miami Beach. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, First-time caller, uh, long-time listener. Great. Uh, about uh, three or four weeks ago, during the 100-hour war, a uh, young fellow from FIU called you, and he was uh, apologizing for the protesters out front. Uh, he was embarrassed by it. Mm -hmm. uh, ask him now when the recruiters from the big businesses come around next month how many of those same ones are in line to go to work for him. Would you play the asshole record for us? Boy, that's, uh, that's at the top of the list every day. That's all anybody wants to hear. You want to dedicate it to uh, that particular caller, I'm sure. Uh, to my boss. Oh, to your boss? <laughs> okay, good luck in your new job, sir. Thank you, and I okay. uh, really enjoy your program. Thank you. Bye. It's 1132 at WIOD. Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. I don't understand it. What's wrong with you people? Don't you want to face reality? Mike Love of the Beach Boys is 50 years old today. I mean, I understand that's depressing. It's, it's almost impossible for us to accept that. 50 years old today, as I speak, as of this stinking moment. Old, decrepit, decaying, rotting, festering. Yeah. Like probably like all kinds of lint here all over his body. Although I think he had that when he was younger, too. He's kind of a schmutzy looking guy anyway. It's 11.32 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade, 751, and one in Broward, 524. Very, very strange, uh, explosive Friday here. Here's a mobile implantation. He Hello. Said, yes, sir? Dale, how you doing? Like I said, I a very... Pompano. What? I am now in Pompano. Well, that's not that big of a deal. That's 15 minutes. I got to tell you, you know the people selling the newspapers? Yep. On the corner of 62nd Street and 31st Avenue? Yep. A girl that's a knockout. I don't know where they got her. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about is the Joy for Candies that you mentioned. Yes, sir. You got to go to the bulk food places. To where? The bulk food places, you know, the places that sell you, you know, three, four pieces at a time. Mm -hmm. You can get a nice variety, some orange gels, some raspberry. Terrific. Oh, but the You'll raspberry, the raspberry are the best. Yeah, oh, the, man. I've been eating them for 20 or 30 years. And look what it did for you. I, they, yeah. I just celebrated my 50th last month. Wow. I left the 40s, went into the 50s. Not so terrible, Neil. Trust me. Mike Love. Enjoyed Mike Love. Okay. Have a good one. And love your show. Thank you. Take care. Bye. It's 11.34 at 610 WIOD. Happy birthday, Mike. Well, it's been building up inside of me for the Anyway. Boy, uh, you notice how he's uh, hanging around Manny today? He's nervous. He's real nervous because he knows he's going to get that big assignment on Saturday. On that weekend magazine show. I wear like a lot of heavy underclothing on that morning. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-9463, and one on the star line at Star IOD. And if you really want to hit it off big, if you want to get up on the right track, I would like bleach, uh, dye your hair like bleach blonde, like Mike Love. Man, you'd be on the inside looking out. It's 26 till noon at WIOD, and we'll be right back. 11.38, since we have so many dedications today, here's Mark Hibnick and Tom Denenberg's favorite song. Happy birthday, Mike. Mike Love, 50 years old today. That's depressing. That is just, uh, oh, man. 
That'd be like when Michael Jackson is 65. Can you, can you imagine that? And all there's going to be left is like a little puddle of plastic. Only the complexion, only the, the tone, the flesh tone of the plastic, you'll be able to know whether it's Michael Jackson or Ken DeBrito from our sales department. Anyway, it's 21 till noon at WIOD. Let's go to North Miami. That's Plastic Man. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Anyway, I have a problem here. I'll bet. Uh, I want to go see this Yankee game on that Saturday night, and the family's having a Seder that night. Yeah, well, screw them. What do I do about that? Get them all drunk and uh, leave the house. Well, they should be good and drunk by that time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The game starts at So go on Sunday. How's that? Well, I'm definitely going to Sunday. We're right. all going to go okay. to that. And, uh, but how could they do that? Put it on a Seder. Yeah, ask them. Two open lines, one in Dade, one in Broward, 751. He's one of the most boring people I've ever spoken to. He's got just, he's a good guy, but he's just got that boring sound, you know? And we have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. 524-WIOD. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, Chuck Meyer in that big weekend magazine show, Dead or Alive. we got Arthur Murray in it this week. I may make it this week, too. If I have, like, one more of those little chocolates, I think I'll make it. Deerfield. Neil, uh, it's that time again when we need your uh, Florida Derby pick. Uh, I plunged last year on your pick. Roanoke, and uh, I'm still living in Deerfield. Yeah. Fly so free at about 2 to 5, sir. Um, what about Jackie Wacky? No chance. Uh, should I buy a green sheet? What does that mean? Uh, should you buy a green sheet? Should yeah, you like uh, put really a yellow uh, shirt on? Should you put on socks? I mean, aren't you? Don't you people have a mind of your own? Do they help? The green sheet is great. Okay, it's I'm, worth I'm, it. I'm serious. The green sheet is excellent. Okay, you always buy those when you go to Pompano. No, not when I go to Pompano. I get it for free. But when I go to the Thoroughbreds, I always buy the green sheet. Believe me, it's the best racing sheet I've ever seen. Okay. I'm not exaggerating. It's very good. And a lot of times they'll have things in there about a horse that was blocked the last race or some some little thing that will you won't see in the racing form. But they will have seen it in a green sheet. Believe me, a lot of winners in there. Okay, so fly so free and... Uh, well, I mean, anybody can give you a fly so free, but yeah, every, yeah. everybody says he's unbeatable, but uh, they still have to run the race. But if I was there, which I will not be, but if Why I was... Why I don't go on Florida Derby Day. It's too damn crowded. It's like yeah. a circus. It's a madhouse. That's what makes it fun. Well, okay. <laughs> Boy, you, If you like drowning in a sea of uh, blue hair, have a great time. <laughs> Good luck to you, pal. Bye. Plunge your guts. It's 1141 at WIOD, and of course, we will be covering the Florida Derby tomorrow with a blanket here on WIOD, 4.30 to 7, right after the Yankee game. We'll have uh, Hank will be out there. Jeff can't see DeForest for the trees will be there with his usual Goyesha routine. It's going to be great, and we'll have the race for you and the whole bit, and it will not be locally televised because Mr. Don said so. Uh, we have an open line in Broward. Did I say that? Well, you can't say it enough. 524-9463, West Boca. Yeah, Neil, I talked to you yesterday, and uh, I wanted to clarify the ticket sale information that the person gave you earlier. Yeah. I talked to somebody at Joe Robbie, and they said they definitely sold 35000 for both games that were paid for, and there's 6000 that aren't paid for. Wait a minute, now, wait a minute. Total? Total, well, 35000 has they have the cash for 35000 Total. Right. Yeah. And then there's 6000 that... So that would be forty-one thousand. Right. So the different. fact that I was told sixty-one thousand. Yeah. Now let's see. The paper the other day said twenty and fifteen. That would be thirty-five, which I guess would be right if they were counting paid for. Mm-hmm. Now what? When did you talk to him? About forty-five minutes ago.
ago. Today? Yep. And they said thirty-five to 41,000. Mm-hmm. Well, that stinks. That's, yeah, it's a lot different. I was so pretty, I was if it's really, when, well, and Hank came in the other day too, and he said they're going to have like forty, uh, forty to fifty thousand on Saturday, and thirty to forty on Sunday. So you get all these different stories. I don't know. Uh, hey, I'm going to tell you, if we don't uh, have big crowds there both days, this is a horseman or town. We do not deserve a team. I'm serious about that. Mm-hmm. No excuses. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to tell you that. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the uh, pressing news, sir. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, at least he's honest. Okay. I mean, Mike Disney stuck his little head in the door here before, and he said that he was just over there, and the stadium looks great. I mean, we are, after all, your Dolphin station, at least as of this moment. And, um, you know, if anybody should know what's going on over there, we should know, okay? Do you think we ought to call Fudge Brown, George? Yeah, let's give old Fudge a call, huh? Fudge a call. Where the hell have I got the number? Oh, man. Anybody with a name like that, she deserves to get called. I don't have the thing in here anymore, do I? I think I threw that other sheet away since we got the new one. Yeah, do me something uh, useful, will you, Manny? Instead of just sitting there like a bump on a log. Yeah, let's get the number and talk directly to old Fudge and see what's really going on over there. Because there's a big disparity between 35 and 61,000, right? So let's not just sit here and start spouting off a bunch of numbers because... um, you know, people are spreading rumors, all right? Because I, I really don't think anybody, as of this moment, to be very frank with you, I don't think anybody knows what the hell is going on. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-WIOD. Here's a call in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, dude. The Beach Boys suck. Okay, thanks a lot, Jim. Jim Morrison calling in from Paris. And CBS Morning News again this morning. I'm telling you, if somebody over there doesn't have a piece of the action... Or must be uh, going out with Oliver Stone or something. I have never seen any movie hyped so much on one show. Every day this week, they've had a big song and a dance, the music and Oliver Stone and this one and that one, and uh, Val Kilmer and Valine from Knott's Landing. They're just obsessed with that stinking movie. They're going nuts over it on that show. I wish there was something else to watch in the morning because I'm getting sick of that show. I liked it a lot for a long time. Then the war came along, and they did a good job on that. But when the war started, they had Harry Smith and uh, Pauline Paulazan doing the news, which I thought was kind of strange because they were on that news set. Now, I guess they figure they're going to save some money. They have them doing the news every day at the top and the bottom of the hour. I don't like that. I, I think that is so... Ugh. It would be like my doing the news at the top of the hour. Instead of uh, Elaine. Something to think about, isn't it? It'd be a lot shorter, be on time anyway. I don't like that. I think that is really just uh, crappy. It's like bargain basement. Like F.W. Woolworths of the morning shows. And of course, the CBS, I mean, the ABC show, that guy's like so plastic and so annoying. And NBC, it's either Joe Dagiola or um, Brian Gumble. I mean, who the hell wants to wake up with either one of those? Joe Dagiola. Well, he got him. He got him. There's everything that is wrong with this entire country is right there in uh, Dagiola's face. He is so borderline literate and so dumb and so embarrassing and just a bumbling goofball. And he's sitting there with those glasses on trying to look like Mr. Intellect. Give me a break, will you, Joe? He got him. 
Anyway, it's 1146 at WIOD. Tomorrow's the day that you've been waiting for. It's the 40th anniversary of the big $500,000 Grade 1 Florida Derby, the greatest show on turf. And all the goodies start at 9.30 in the morning when the gates open and they've got it all. The FSU Flying Circus, the U.S. Equestrian Team, they got that petting circus for the kids. And the uh, St. Thomas Aquinas High School Band, Tony Curtis will be there with those stupid sunglasses. It's going to be incredible. And, of course, tomorrow you'll be able to see the Deputy Minister handicapped for three-year-olds and up at seven furlongs with Housebuster, the champion sprinter of last year and unbridled the Derby winner and last year's Florida Derby winner. And three other stakes, too. The $75,000 added swale stakes for three-year-olds at seven furlongs. The $50,000 added buckram oak handicap for three-year-olds and up fillies and mares at a mile and a sixteenth on the grass. And the $50,000 noble dancer handicap for three-year-olds up and up at a mile and a half on the turf. So tremendous racing and lots of fun and activities for the whole family. Don't forget there will be 10,000 unreserved seats available. First come, first serve, absolutely free. So get there early. As I said, gates open at 9.30 and special early first post time, 12.15. Big day, Florida Derby Day. Let's see if Fly So Free is really going to be the champion we all think he is. Get out there tomorrow. Kids 18 and under admitted free with an adult. It's the Florida Derby at the home of the greatest thoroughbred racing in uh, the history of mankind. Gulfstream, see you there tomorrow. Right, Hank? News, 24 hours a day. The station, 610 WIOD. The reporters and anchors, Henry Barrow, Andy Kalb, Stephanie Bromfield, Kevin Courtney, Elaine Ettor, Robert Pankow, Jennifer Rem, and Chuck Meyer. The resources, the Associated Press, the Florida Radio Network, United Press International, and the Mutual Radio Network. News, 24 hours a day. South Florida's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Tell me. 
Let's see if this works. Manny has gotten me a number, which is probably some kind of a um, dateline or something. Probably it's one of Dave Ryder's lines. Okay, let's see if Old Fudge is there. There's my lunch from uh, Sonny's. I just see the gentleman with the bag. Let's get the story right from the uh, horse's mouth. Thank you, sir. Your uh, hi, Fudge Brown, please. Yes, can you hang on with Sure. Thank you, uh, sir. Thank you, Sonny. Sonny's here with a little lunch, which I, pro I think what I'm going to do is take a pill now would be a good idea, don't you, after that chocolate before I eat that, before I dive into my lunch. Anyway, we're trying to check out and see what's really... Uh, Randy Martin was just in here briefly, thank goodness, and was just over at the stadium buying her tickets for the baseball game. She said there, was a, there were long lines and there were lots of people. She said evidently the corporate folks... What's the matter? You don't approve of my lunch? Well, too bad, okay? Keep your nose out of my lunch. She was saying the corporate folks are evidently buying them up now because a lot of people were leaving with big stacks of tickets and things are going tremendously well. Fudge, we need you on the phone, okay? I'm on hold now on a radio show. This is embarrassing. Five minutes till noon at WYD. What the hell do we do now? We could give another plug. Can I help you? Hi, Fudge. It's Neil Rogers at WYOD. Hi, how are you? Okay, we're on the air, of course. And I'm just calling to get an update because we have so many conflicting stories about the ticket sales. We figure we go right to the horse's nose. <laughs> You're not going to give me a hard time again. I heard I heard uh, terrible stories from the next few days after I called. You nah, know. these people uh, they have no sense of humor. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, no, things are going great out here right now. Well, that's good, and partly because we're promoting the hell out of it. That's certainly true. And so it, that's worth giving you a hard time, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay. I, I'll just. Bear it up for the company. <laughs> right, exactly. So, like, do you have any idea what number we got? Um, I, I know what we're gearing towards. I mean, we're trying to get um, 40000 here for Saturday night and about 35000 for or for Sunday afternoon. You mean advance? No, we're trying to have that here. Oh, I mean, total. Yeah, I mean, obviously we'd love to sell the games out, but... That's what we're gearing towards realistically okay. right now. And, and what do we have now? Well, I don't have a specific well, number. Well, ballpark. Give me like a, uh, you know, within 40,000 either way. <laughs> yeah, give or take 40,000. Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing well. We're, you know, we're over the halfway mark, and, and we're pretty happy with where our sales are right now. But, 
needless to say. Um, it could be better. Yeah, and we've got two weeks to really kind of show the National League what Miami and South What is Florida. wrong with this town? Wouldn't you think that as soon as uh, we found out that we were going to have a real good shot at a, at a franchise and people realized how important these two games were, wouldn't you have thought that they would be like sold out within two days? You have to really think about what, you know, when we first put tickets on sale, it was back in January, and right now people are just starting to get into the spring training fever of things, and baseball starting to show up in the paper every day, and they're talking about it on the news. And I think now, in the next two weeks, you're going to really see it, you know, jumping at them. So. I sure hope so, because I'm just going to flagellate them until uh, they, <laughs> until somebody drags them down there and makes them buy. Well, that sounds fair enough. Mm -hmm. um, we and we definitely appreciate the support because, you know, I'd love to see baseball here, and I you think uh, all of South Florida would. It would be nothing but a positive move for yeah. South Florida. Okay, well, listen, we're just going to keep banging away. Well, feel free to give me a call anytime you need anything. Okay, we'll call you in about a week for an update. Let's Sounds hope good. Let's hope we're about three-quarters of the way there in about a week. Okay. Okay, Fudge. All right, talk to you soon. Thanks. Take care. Okay, that's the word right from the horse's uh, toenails, folks. Uh, in other words, it's about what we said before. I think the guy was on target. That Disney boy, where does he get his information, huh? Boy, 61,000. He's in a, He's in la-la land. I mean, she wouldn't give me a number, but I think uh, it was about right. About 20 and 15 and about six uh, that are not paid for but bought alleged. So that would be about 41. That's about right. Probably like about 22 and 24 and 17, something like that. Weak. Really weak. Get the hell with it, will you, folks? Man, you people are brutal. Oh, gee, it's Passover. It's, it's uh, Easter. Hey, you got an excuse for everything, okay? Bring a bunch of matzahs and Easter eggs to the stadium and cut the crap already, will you? We got a pig report on 7. Hello? Neil! Yeah! How the heck are you? Okay! Listen, yeah. by the Sawgrass Mall, check <coughs> this out. Yeah. There's five of them, and they're checking cars. Checking what? I don't know. They're stopping people and looking inside the car. Mm-mm. So, I mean... I have a feeling, based on the things I'm hearing the last few days of what's going on in California, I have a feeling the Gestapo is about to take over. Yes, hi, how, how, Hitler. Yeah. You know, I, I was driving, I was getting off it, right? Um, and, the, and the sawgrass, too. Yeah. And as I was coming around, I said, what the heck? And they were stopping cars, and it was like six cars backed up, and it's, as, as, it's on sunrise just as you get off the sawgrass either to go, you know, either to go uh, north or south. Right. So, in other words, there's nowhere else you can go. They no, you like and a, if, you know, and if you're going on there and, and you uh, are hiding something, then don't go that way because they're there today, too. Okay, all you drug peddlers, uh, avoid the sawgrass right. on sunrise. Basically, avoid that. Hey, uh, I'm going to be checking out uh, Godfather 3 this weekend. Okay. And I'll, I'll give you the old report on uh, Monday. Okay. Hey, Neil, you know what? Yeah. Um, I, was in the, I was in the bar the other night and these... Two Iraqi girls came in and two incoming studs. Yeah. All right. See ya. Bye. Okay. Boy, oh boy. What material, huh? Can that be felt, sir? We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. The lovely Elaine Ettor is here now with her beautiful fingernails. And, uh, oh, you left one off there, Elaine. Look at that. And then we'll come back at 12.05. we got two live Jews with Rick and Spud on their pre-vacation show from 2 to 6. Jeff DeForest on Sports Talk at 6.05. Hank Goldberg with a big Florida Derby preview, 8 to 11 tonight. South Florida's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
Good afternoon, I'm Elena Tour in the 610 WIOD News Center. The news brought to you by Benjamin Moore Paint. The temperature at 12 o'clock is 77 degrees. Here's WIOD's Bob Soper. It's continue around 80 degrees with diminishing showers and more sunshine. I'll have the complete forecast in a couple of minutes. Authorities in Miami say 43 people, including an alleged leader of the Kali drug cartel, are named in a sweeping indictment announced today. WIOD's Robert Pankow is standing by live now with details. Robert? Elaine, the indictment includes 43 defendants from Miami, New York, and Los Angeles, alleging they laundered more than $65 million a year in drug profits. U.S. Attorney Dexter Leighton says this indictment includes the head of the Cali drug cartel, Gilberto Rodriguez Orajuela. These three indictments constitute a uh, who's who or a federal reserve of the Colombian uh, money laundering system. It's kind of the... Uh, a blockbuster, so to speak, of money laundering indictments, particularly against the uh, Cali cartel. Two and a half million dollars and more than 2,000 kilos of cocaine were seized during this operation. So far, 12 people have been taken into custody. They all face 10 years to life in prison if convicted. Reporting live from downtown Miami, Robert Pankow, News Talk Radio, 610 WIOD. Thank you, Robert. A top officer in the Paraguayan Air Force will be arraigned today on charges that he smuggled more than $100,000 in counterfeit money into South Florida and tried to obtain a pistol equipped with a silencer for a murder in Paraguay. 47-year-old Carlos Jimenez, who's the brother of Paraguay's consul in New York, was indicted on Tuesday by a federal grand jury in Fort Lauderdale. Three South Florida men were also named in the 10-count indictment, which also includes allegations of marijuana and cocaine trafficking. Brigadier General Richard Neal says the U.S. military isn't trying to force Saddam Hussein to sign a peace treaty. Today's Los Angeles Times says U.S. troops are retaking parts of southern Iraq to pressure Saddam, but Neal says they're merely maintaining a ground presence. The largest contingent of civilian aircraft technicians who spent time in the Persian Gulf during the war arrived home today at Greenwich Air Services in Miami. WIOD's Jennifer Rem was at their arrival and joins us live now with details. Jennifer? Elaine, they've earned the title Scudbusters, 15 Miami-based civilian aircraft technicians who spent 65 days voluntarily in the Persian Gulf, providing their maintenance and service expertise to high-tech Raider Air Force planes during Operation Desert Storm. Aircraft technician and team leader George Morales says sometimes working in the war zone was pretty tough. It became a little scary when you heard the, the, the alarm go off, the chemical warfare gear came on, and you kind of took cover. But we, we counted on the Patriots, we counted on uh, the quality of American products that are built, and it worked every time. Morales brought back pieces of the Scud that came down right near their central Saudi Arabian base. He, along with his colleagues, returned to a hero's welcome with a color guard and, and band and, and more than 100 family members and, and friends here at Miami International Airport. Reporting live at Miami International Airport, Jennifer Ram, News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents The Neil Rogers Show. To get in touch and talk with Neil, dial 751-WIOD from Dave. In Broward, it's 524-WIOD. Palm Beach, 655-WIOD. And Bell South Mobility customers make it a free call by dialing star IOD. The opinions expressed by the guest, host, or callers are not necessarily those of this station. 
Now here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Can I buy a John Deere cap here? Can I buy a can of scope? Do you have some fertilizer? Another hick in the mall Oh my god, it's just a Another hick in the mall Because it's citrus and it's high in uh, concentrated sugar, okay? Any other questions? We have an open line in Dade County, 751-WIOD. I'm telling you, this place, uh, there are more uh, banshees running around here today. It's like a nut house, like most of the time. Now, is that pig report, is that a new one? Another one on the star line? Hello? Hello, Neil? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> How you doing today? Okay. Anyway, I had a television accident last night. Yeah. On Channel 9, they have this real strange weatherman. Do you, He's do great. You, you have John Lindsay, Lloyd Lindsay uh, something. Right. Anyway, any, last night there was another guy on there, a younger man, and he acted exactly like the other guy. Yeah. But his coat was so big that it was hanging down to his thumb, and it was falling off his shoulder. His what? Did what? Prove up there. His what? His coat, his jacket was so large on him, didn't fit him, and he's acting just like the other guy. It was just comical. Yeah. Is that the pig report? I didn't. I didn't say I was giving a pig report. Oh. I don't know where he got that. Well, George is on the phone today. He's uh, in another world. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I was misrepresented then. Okay. It's all right. Okay. All right. You have wait. A wait a minute. What was? What, what did I just hear in the background? That's a friend of mine sitting next to me in the vehicle here. Uh huh. Is that what I heard? No, he was just laughing. He would like to speak to you. Is that okay? Sure. All right. Hi, Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Okay. First time caller. Uh-huh. Uh, did you ever see that movie, uh, Born on Fourth of July with Tom Cruise? No, sir, I did not. I've had Tom Cruise. It's coming out of my nose already. Oh, because uh, uh, you were saying that uh, he wasn't that good in uh, only two good movies he was in. And Is that a good movie? Born on the Fourth of July. And, uh, it was good? Yeah, he was very good in that. Hmm. I thought I should have won the Academy Award for it, really. Really? Yeah. Well, wait till you see Pee Wee Herman's new movie. You might change your mind. Oh, yeah? Yep. Oh. Have a I great day, saw, pal. What? I also saw the uh, Silence of the Lamb. Yeah. And I didn't think it was that good. Okay. Bye. Thanks a lot. Ten past noon at WIOD. Well, he's a uh, Tom Cruise fetish. He likes the hunchbacks. We have an open line in Dade. Boy, we got four open lines on the board. Wow, wow, wow. That's all I can say to you folks, okay? Plantation. 
Hello, Neil. How you doing? Okay. I think that guy needs to get something thrown in his face like Jody Foster. The there you go. Caller. Okay. Anybody yeah, that Neil. would knock the, knock the silence of the lambs has got to be some kind of a degenerate. Uh, that's right. That's right. I thought it was a great yeah. movie. Great picture. Hey, maybe you can invite, maybe you can have him for lunch and straighten him out. <laughs> yeah, he'll be an old friend of mine. I'll have him for lunch. Okay. Neil, did you, I know you don't watch Letterman, do you? No. You're not a big Letterman fan. No, I didn't say that. I'm not going to stay up to 1 o'clock in the morning to uh, hear the same top 10 list and watch Paul Schaefer, uh, you know, do his Truman Capote routine. <laughs> well, you missed uh, Siskel and Ebert on their last Oh, night. man. The two uh, terminally... Thank God. Oh, God. These guys... They have about as much taste in movies as uh, Betty Crocker does in Donuts. Right. But uh, they Very well put. That was an excellent analogy. You sir. like that I one? I commend that very highly. You like that? Yeah. Uh, Neil, listen, um, what is the problem with Cisco uh, and Ebert? They, they just Matter like of fact, Betty is coming to Sunrise because they heard she was an Alta Crocker. <laughs> Well, why do they just like to uh, argue with each other? I mean, Ooh. just one does one say, "Okay, I like." Well, this. they uh, pout. You know, they have a little spat. Oh, uh, okay, like I that. get it now. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's like that. Neil, uh, where's a good place to take a uh, a girl to a hotel? To a hotel? Yeah. How about in Hialeah, the one where they have the uh, the stuff on the the mirrors on the ceilings? <laughs> That sounds good. How much is that a night about? About uh, 50 bucks. 50 or you can go bucks? over here on Biscayne. You can rent it, like, by the minute. <laughs> they have, like, a little meter. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad at all. All right, Neil. Only well, in your case, I think uh, you better bring some extra change. <laughs> okay, Neil. Thanks a lot, buddy. Okay. Here's a guy who spends most of the day feeling the change. We have an open line in Broward, 524-WIOD. Got a beautiful nectarine from Sonny's here. Boy, that looks almost too good to eat. I've seen a lot of things like that in my time. Anyway, it's 12 minutes after 12. I have a feeling I'm repeating things twice here today. I have Ranieri syndrome, right? Right? St. Patty's Irish Festival today, tomorrow, and Sunday at Mullins Park, Coral Springs, near University and Sample. Great Irish music, Gaelic dancing, food, Irish shopping, bagpipes, arts and crafts, Irish sports, kids' fun, entertainment, a fantastic carnival. It's great fun for the whole family, eh? Featuring Patty Noonan's show band, Ireland's foremost tenor, Frank Patterson. The multi-talented Dingle Spike. Boy, it's too bad Stan's not here anymore. We can bring on the Irish Rovers, huh? Wow. Comedian Des Kehoe, the Black Velvet Band, and more amazing acts. And St. Patty's five-mile run starts at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning at Sampling University. Be there to cheer or run or both. Or if you just if you have the runs, you can be there, too. Sponsored by Budweiser, the Miami Herald, Jameson's Irish Whiskey, Coca-Cola, and Waste management. It's all happening at Mullins Park, Coral Springs, near University and Sample, today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Bring the whole family. They're going to love it. Clowns, face painting, magic acts, kids' contests, uh, children's theater, and a good time will be had for all. Tickets at the gate, kids free, today, tomorrow, and uh, Sunday at Mullins Park in Coral Springs. <coughs> on status on hockey, it's uh, going Harky, right along. Harkey. Harkey? Mike Harkey. He hasn't pitched yet. He's got a sore shoulder. He's still stiff still shoulder, I think. Stiff is the word. I'm hoping he win about 20 games this year, but that, you know, if he pitches would help. You know, we need to make a trade to get another Thank pitcher. Thank you, Norman. What? We need to trade an outfielder to get another pitcher. Exactly. You know. Because I don't think Sutcliffe's going to pitch. They keep no. giving us this song and a dance. Thank you very much. You even got a fork here. Wonderful gentleman. I, um, I, don't yeah, I don't think, think Sutcliffe's going to pitch at all. Harkey is, uh, he's one of those wimps. He's always got a stiff shoulder or stiff yeah. something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, Neil, it's good talking to you. I want to say hello to well, Marco. When are you coming back, sir? I'm coming back Monday. 
great. But I, I want to try to get out of here tonight if I could. Oh, ma'am. Ah! Neil, you worked here, didn't God, you? God, if you had what I'm eating right now. Did you work in Tennessee, Neil? For a month, yeah. Where? WLAC. Oh, man. That's where Debbie Ellis is sitting with her big, you, fat can right now. How could you have ever spent a day here, man? This well, a month seemed like 20 years to me. Geez. I want to say hello to, to Margot in Hallandale. And it's gray, and, and it's Paul. dank, and it's nasty, it's and it's murky, and it's crappy, and yeah. uh, what a place. A great place for the bird. You bet. Later, man. Okay, Bye. see you. Good luck. You'll need it. 1022. Oh, did you have any of this? Of course not. You wouldn't need it anyway, right? Well, you had 42 bagels, by the way, so don't give me this crap about Mr. Righteous. I only had like one and a half. It's not even 10.30 yet. No, I had one and a half. Oh, you had two. Well, that's all right. Miss uh, Missouri in there, she had like 14, I understand now. She had like three bags full. They're just a bunch of seeds and crumbs at the bottom of her feet. Anyway, we have two open lines in Dade County, 7519463. This is bad. This is really bad. It's not even 10.30 yet. And I'm already eating, and it's all like sugar and a bunch of crap that I can't eat. I'm telling you, I'm going to die on the air today. But we're used to it. We died here on Monday. Big time. Anyway, this coming Tuesday, if I'm still alive, it's the big day at Pizza Loft. We're going to dedicate that Neil Rogers dining room at the Pizza Loft. Our good friend Jeff Cohen, one of the great snorers of all time at the Pizza Loft, is offering you something, a free dessert. When you order any dinner entree on Monday or Tuesday, you can have your choice of that delicious new tiramisu dessert. That is really fantastic. Courtesy of Trucello and Sons, or Italian purveyors, or a free cannoli, or a serving of any of Jeff's famous cheesecakes, including Heath Bar Crunch, Cherry Cheesecake, Chocolate Chip, Cherry Vanilla Swirl, or, if you're really pedestrian and boring, plain. It's free with your entree while they last. Lots of other prizes and surprises to give away free dinners. We'll have those ugly, disgusting, sickly autographed pictures to give away Tuesday. So come on by Tuesday evening, 5 till 8 p.m. as we dedicate officially the grand opening of the Neil Rogers Dining Room at Pizza Loft, home of the world's best pizza and at great Italian goodies like stuffed shells, manicotti, baked ziti, eggplant parmesan, and their award-winning lasagna. It is just incredible. The Pizza Loft, they're on uh, 69th and Flagler Street, upstairs in Miami, just east of the Palmetto. Come by and see Gilbert and a cast of millions, 5 till 8 p.m. this Tuesday at Pizza Loft. Tonight, Goldberg at Night comes to you from the Diplomat Hotel in Hallandale, Neil's favorite town. Maybe Neil will drop by. I doubt it, but Denise Austin oh. will. She, of course, being the uh, fitness guru from ESPN, and for most of the night, we'll be talking horse racing from some of the great riders and people who are involved in that great game as we preview the Florida Derby. And, of course, next Friday, uh, Maria Gennaro's coming by, and uh, I'm not going to be here. Meg Green's on the show, and uh, News Talk Radio 610 WILD. The show's Goldberg at night, so why aren't I there when Maria comes in? Gladys, I don't want to spoil your trip back to Toronto, but we had a full board of calls immediately on the show. It looked like we were really going to kick some ass here on a serious Friday. We got four stinking calls left on the board because Gladys was hawking and trying to give out some of the most terminal stuff I've ever heard. Gladys, you're great, but don't ever do that again, honey. We love you, but we don't want you to feel bad, but, but, but. Two open lines in Dade, 751-WIOD, one on the star line, star IOD. If you're a Bell South Mobility customer, please, by all means, give it a, a shot, okay? And uh, 655-9463, 655 W-I-O-D. It's not even 10.30 yet. I had See, I come in here every morning with the best of intentions, and you know what they say about that. 
first of all, I get to, I'm coming in the hallway downstairs from the uh, parking lot, and I hear a voice. It's Plastic Man back there. Plastic Man. Is that Neil Rogers? Neil, just come in. I'm not even. I'm not even three steps in the building already. He's uh, down there haunting the uh, kitchen, looking for me. What's he want? He wants me to go eat at a restaurant. Which, by the way, the restaurant he's talking about, I don't have any spots for that on the log today. There's some recorded spots. I don't have any. So, Plastic Man, I mean, you're just perfect for the sales department. You haven't got a clue what's going on back there. Then I get from there, I finally do get into the kitchen, and here's George and Phil Latzman and a bunch of other hazers down there, and they're smearing pounds of cream cheese on about 45 bags of bagels. <clears throat> so, naturally, I couldn't resist that. And I thought, well, that's okay. It's not so bad. And I come up here, and uh, all of a sudden, Manny from Kendall is running around. Who was on the board this morning because Veneri was out at Gulfstream. And he's running around with these little uh, things. And then Henry schleps this guy in here and just fed me about 85,000 calories. And my blood sugar is probably like 7 billion now, but it was pretty good, I'll tell you that. It wasn't pretty good. It was spectacular. It was incredible. And I guarantee you, this guy, I'm sure, because he's a gourmet chef... I guarantee you that he makes a lot of stuff that isn't, you know, like with sugar and sweet and fattening. Why would you bring in desserts at 9.30 in the morning? You understand that? I don't get it. Not that I'm complaining, Norman, but why would you bring in desserts at 9.30 in the morning? Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Neil. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, top of the morning to you, sir, where's and all that crap. Where's Mr. Rick O'Reilly? He's, uh, he's probably getting his uh, stuff packed. Ah. He's okay. probably uh, going to give... I see they got two live Jews on today, which is pretty embarrassing. Ah. But that'll kill time and make it go by real fast, because his brain, he said, is in Aspen already, or his ass is in uh, Colorado. And you, i got a dedication We'll for probably Rick. hear a lot more of that boring crap about snow skiing today, sir. Isn't that exciting? I want to dedicate something to Rick. Yeah. Van Eilersche, Eugen Schmeichlin, is das wie our Frieling's tug. In der Meilerschen Gelechter... Have a nice life, sir. 1029 at WIOD. Uh, Pesach is not for another week or two. We have uh, two open lines in Dade County, 751 and one in Broward, 524 WIOD. Here's a mobile in Del Rey. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. We're a little worried about you, buddy. Why? Because you're eating all this. Can't hear you, sir, and you know who that is, of course. Let's go to the University of Miami, it says. Neil, man. Okay, don't be screaming, please. Oh, sorry. I got okay. like a seven-second lag. I feel like Gene Dixon here. Yeah. Let me tell you. You sound you like Gene Dixon. Who, who the hell is this? Kill, you know, five diabetics. Who the hell is this? This is Gina. Oh, okay. What, what happened to the dork lady? What do you mean, what happened to her? We want her back. She's uh, around. She's hanging somewhere. You know what? Have you been to the aquarium? No. You can see Debbie Ellis there, 3.30 and 5, two shows a day. No, you don't have to go all the way over there. Just come by our reception desk. <laughs> see you one more, sell your douchebag. Okay. Bye. See you, Gina. Okay, Gladys, you sure did it to me. I'll tell you that. We got three calls left on the board, Gladys. I wouldn't wish this on Debbie in uh, Nashville. Dade County, nothing. zippity doo 751 wiod Broward, we have an open line there, 524 and one on the Palm Beach line at 655-9463. Hallandale. Hallandale is also gone. Okay, well, we can weed these out pretty fast, George, and get back to the CDs. Uh, let's try Plantation. Okay, there's the tick. Gladys, so help me God, I want you to, before the bus takes off for Toronto, Gladys, 
I want them to bring you by here, okay? Talk about nursing homes. We're going to put you in one. What you did to me, I wouldn't do to Foster Hewitt, and he's been dead for two years. Unbelievable what she did to this show. Gladys, shame on you, or whatever your name is. <clears throat> Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. George, is there anybody on these lines? Hello? Hello? There's nobody on it, George. Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Got a pig report from you right out here in your neighborhood. Uh, yep. Plantation, Sunrise and uh -huh. 118th. There's two on a motorcycle, and he's got his buddy in the median. Got something laying on the hood, pointing at the oncoming traffic. Great. Nice job, guys. Well, anyway, have a haney day, Neil. Okay. 10.31 at WYOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. Boy, Gladys uh, is the, the caller that killed Miami. They're going to have a monument to her outside Maple Leaf Gardens. Miami. Rick, it starts to suck. Okay. Thanks a lot, Greg. Budell on his way home again. North Miami Beach. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 What's up? What do you want? Nothing. Save Dave County. You said nobody called from Dave. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Okay, thank you. Have a good day. Have a good day, sir. Yeah, well, Neil. Yeah. No, I'm here for No, I'm talking to him. Yeah, well, you know, gas station. I have to, uh, you know, cut Oh, you're in a gas right. station? Yeah. Wow. It's a BP, man. Fantastic. The cheapest gas, 97.9. Woo! Well, you know what they say on Friday. There's nothing like starting the day with little gas. <laughs> yeah, you know it, man. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Yeah, tell me. What the hell does that mean, what's up? You don't sound like some kind of Neanderthal that would call a radio show and say, what's up? Okay, how do you do? How do I do? Yeah. Who do I do? With who? Yeah. Well, if you want to reveal all the details. Not today. Maybe <laughs> tomorrow. Okay. Have a nice Pesach, man. And the same to you, sir. Aziz and Pesach and uh, Zai Gesund and up yours. Oh, man, Gesund and Stark. Okay. 10.33. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to tell you, between that and the raspberry sauce that was pure sugar and that cho those two chocolate things, my blood sugar is 40,000, my head is spinning, I feel like Jim Morrison on a bad day in a mushroom field. Man. This is... The All I need is a little shot of helium now. That'll, that'll put me over the edge. Wait a minute. Here we go. Wait a minute. I think we're getting a little low. Yeah, it's starting to droop a little bit. It is. It's getting real low. But this too shall pass. Boy, now I'm ready to go. I'm wound up like an alarm clock now. 1034 at WYOD. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Yes, sir. Good phone. Good phone. Gonzo's a douchebag. Okay, sir. Good call. We have an open line on the star line. If you have a phone like that, give it a shot. Star IOD. Pompano. Is there something wrong on that line? Wait a minute. Hello? Are you in Pompano? I'm here. Are you in Pompano? Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. How come when I say Pompano, you don't respond? I heard that. But then nothing happened. Well, what do you mean nothing happened? You didn't hear me say Pompano? Hello? I could hear it, but I, it wasn't coming over the phone. What do you mean it wasn't coming over the phone? Where did you hear it? 
I had it in on my your thing. pop-up toaster. It was in my thing. Oh, in your thing. How about that knot's landing last night? It wasn't on. Oh man, it was incredible. I was staying up waiting for it. I ended up watching college hoops. I oh, get college hoops, man. The first eighty-five games don't count, okay? College hoops, hoop this. Yeah. But right. it gets to the final. And by the way, the team I picked, Syracuse, gone. What happened? What do you mean? What happened? They got beat. It's Pi- unbelievable. Piper High beat him, I think, 72-69 to 69 or something. They choked. How about that heat game? <clears throat> and here I thought, I'm not interested in the heat. I don't care about the heat. Call up Rick Riley and talk about snow skiing, okay? Okay, sir. Okay. We have an open line in Dade. Who the hell are these misfits we're talking today? Kind of like them so far. 751. Thanks a lot, Gladys. Okay? I hope that... Uh, Frank Mahovlich comes to your house and hides your dentures. That's how much I am upset about your call, Gladys. Taking up all that time. Knocking off all our great callers that we had at the beginning of the show who had loads of great material that they were going to share with us and now they've forgotten already. But you'll have a good time in that nursing home, Gladys. 10.35 at WIOD. And we are going to come right back. Well, and I'll tell you another thing that I really love. And is this at uh, Pesach or is it Hanukkah? The Jewish candies, which have the chocolate outside, and like that raspberry uh, Pesach. What do we call those? Well, that's really exciting. Chocolate-covered jelly, that's the best you can do, Cheryl. Oh, by the way, before the show started, Cheryl was telling me some of the most incredible stuff. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm not saying what it was about. It was incredible, wasn't it? And you'll be pleased to know that I was right. Annette came up and apologized. She screwed up my check. And it was $440 short. Which was like the pocket change. But hey, listen, I was right. I told George how much the check was and how much it was really supposed to be. And he was on the floor for like two minutes. Hey, listen, you know, 31 years of crap from people. You got to get paid sooner or later, okay? Cheryl's mother is probably listening at the moment. Her hair is lovely. She looks just incredible today. But when I tell you what she told me before, it's going to make you grow new hair in places where it's illegal in sunrise. Don't forget, Elaine Etter will be here with the news at noon. <laughs> okay, bye, Cheryl. North Miami Beach, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? You know what I really love? I love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Jelly Donuts. Yeah, this Reese must be uh, Dom DeLuise, huh? Oh, I saw it last night. Is that one of the great time. movies? The oh. best The best scene of any movie in the history of mankind what? is the scene where he's sitting there with the two, the chubby checkers, the two fat guys, uh-huh. and they're starting to talk. They're drinking the water. And oh, yeah, that's... The hot water, and then he wants... The pizza. Get, get the honey, Junior, and then he rips all the cupboards off the wall. They go into this feeding frenzy, and they start, they start fantasizing about all these different kinds of food they like. And t- he says, have you ever stuffed a uh, Reese's peanut butter cup into a jelly donut and put it in the oven and let it, the chocolate melt the into dough. the... And they start fantasizing and getting hysterical. Now, they, and this one guy must weigh like 700 pounds. He looks like uh, he should be a receptionist at a radio station. And anyway, and then they start just pulling the cupboards out, ordering up the food. And then the scene where he's whipping up the stuff in the kitchen, it's incredible. Yeah, they're all fighting to whip up and very stuff. And very relatable, too. Oscar Lapidus. <laughs> it was an excellent movie. I just wanted to let you know. And Anne Bancroft was great. She directed that. I think she wrote it. Oh, she was she tremendous direct? in it. She was great in that Oh, movie. it, it yeah. was excellent. I saw it last night for the first time. I kept on remembering you talking about yeah, it. If anybody out there wants know. to see a hysterically funny movie this weekend, go on Renfanso. With Dom DeLuise and Ann Bancroft. 
Excellent choice, sir. Just want to let you know. Okay, sir. Thank you much. Leave the cannoli. Bring the gun. See you later. A little switch on uh, The Godfather. By the way, a uh, big movie starting today. Is it today? The one with Gene Hackman? What is the name of that? Supposed to be great. We've been pretty movie-intensive the last couple of weeks, which is amazing, because ordinarily this audience has no interest in movies, at least if people have clothes on. But uh, all of a sudden, we become movie-intensive. South Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, listen, I uh, want to congratulate you and thank you for all the work you've done and uh, the way you've uh, pretty much kept us in perspective. Uh, really been a great job that you did. Um, what I wanted to uh, ask you about, you're from the Northeast originally? Yes, sir. Um, well, I got a job interview up there. What do you uh, have to say mm -hmm. about that? What do I have to say about it? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, under, it I don't nice understand place, the question. Uh, is it a nice place yeah. for what? Well, the Northeast is, could be... Is the, I don't know. I mean, the Northeast is like not a place. The Northeast is like a lot of places. Where? Give me an idea. It's in Connecticut. Oh, in you Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, well... Good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> Connecticut's uh, okay. I mean, yeah. it's, see, Connecticut. The one good thing about Connecticut is it's close enough to New York. You can go there and do all the fun and great things, but you don't have to live there. Okay, then go back home and rest. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you, in other words, you've never been in the Northeast. Never been there. And you got okay. a job interview there when? Uh, next week. Next week. Yeah. And you have no idea how cold and brutal and nasty and dank and gray and freezing and mung and icy and slippery and uh, mushy it's going to be? Uh, no. <laughs> but the good part of it is if you have a job interview there and you take the job there like in about a month and a half or so, that's when it's going to start. It'll be beautiful. The summertime? Oh, yeah. So for like about six weeks, it'll be great and it'll be sunny. And then like in about October, it'll start freezing and uh, snowing again. Yeah, yeah, January heard is really Hey, listen, bad. at least in the Northeast, there are living and breathing people and lots of stuff to do. And, uh, you know, if you can put up with the weather, it's great. Yeah. All righty. Thanks a lot, Neil. Good luck, pal. Bye-bye. You'll need it. Boy, I think my blood sugar's up to about 700 now. Let's take up an office pool to see what time Neil croaks today, okay? But at least, hey, I'm going to go with a smile on my face. And if I do feel something coming on, I am going to lick the plate. i got it close by here. In fact, I'm going to just... Um, because George doesn't care. Mmm. Oh, man. In fact, the raspberry sauce on this dish that Norman Van Aken of Almano Restaurant in the Betsy Ross Hotel on the beach. <laughs> no, seriously, the uh, raspberry sauce reminded me of those raspberry candies that we Jews, we real devout religious Jews like me, <clears throat> who only care about the food, that we eat on Pesach. There must be a different name besides chocolate-covered... Uh, what did she call it? Chocolate-covered... What? Whatever it was, it was a stupid name, Cheryl. There's got to be a name for those candies, okay? We always have some fancy name for everything. By the way, did you see Elaine has just had her nails done in a hall? She looks ravishing. I think she's going to get you with those. She looked like Elvira on a bad day. Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Neil. Sounds like you're recovering pretty good from Gladys's call now. Yeah. Didn't that? Wasn't that a great job? That yeah, was unbelievable. I Man. can't believe you let it go on that long. But she does sound like. Well, what the hell was I going to do? <laughs> I mean, if I if I wouldn't have begged off, she'd still be talking. That's probably true. Um, question. Uh, I'm the one who's going to be meeting, uh, or one of the guys is going to be meeting Rick Riley out in uh, Colorado. Oh, he said wow. Yesterday, wow. 
He said yesterday that before mm. you left, you asked him, you said you might want to go. Get out, and you believe that? Are I'm you like, really that gullible? He seemed pretty convincing when I yeah. said, that ah, doesn't sound like Neil. Well, he's going to sell you the Brooklyn Bridge when you meet him out there, too, because obviously <laughs> you're an easy target. <laughs> well, I'm sure I'll have plenty to talk elephants, about when we Elephants back. do not snow ski. No, listen, let me say it again. People that are interested in different things, no problem, okay? But but it's not interesting to hear about it on the air. In, in other words, if it's it's something that you have to be doing. Talking about snow skiing is not interesting to hear about. Well, we're the biggest ski club in the country I, right I understand now. that, but doing it is what's interesting, not talking about it. Now, like baseball is a spectator sport, so unless you're a player, talking about it is interesting. But when it's uh, something that you do yourself, that it's a participatory thing, talking about it is uh, not too exciting. Well, we might have a couple of good stories for you when we get Oh, back. well, that's another story. Yeah, I bet you will. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you then. Have a great time. Bye. Okay. Don't ever talk about it on the air again. Yeah, I'm sure that because I know how that deal is with vacations. With me, I start counting the weeks until it's time to go. I start about four months ahead. And then figure how many weeks before my vacation comes. And then and it goes by pretty fast. All of a sudden, it's like seven weeks, and then it's three weeks, and bingo. And when I do my summer vacation, I've got 17 days. Because I leave on a, after the Thursday show, i got Friday, and then the whole weekend, and then two weeks, including two more weekends. So it comes out to 17 days. And you're, you know, in Europe or Vegas or wherever you are, and you start counting the days. And that's depressing. Because before you know it, you're saying, well, i still got four days left, and then it's two, and then you're on the plane coming back to hell. Ten forty-nine at WIOD, and we'll be right back. Barbie Kitchen, and too many hours in front of her Barbie TV, gave your favorite fashion doll the big Barbie behind. Overweight Barbie. She's too big for her vet, way too big for her van, and she'll need a whole new wardrobe. now it takes two hands to dress her. <laughs> From fashion leader to binge eater, she's Overweight Barbie. The brand new Overweight Barbie doll, with spandex pants and hoisting crane available now. Anorexic Ken sold separately. Okay, can we borrow that uh, hoisting crane? 10.53 at WIOD. How about a couple of half gallons of Ben and Jerry's? Would that do it? Okay, send it up front. Pompano. Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. You are doing it, pal. Yep. I just wanted to say, you're a bastard. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks a lot. Chocolate-covered candy is not the answer to my question. Some, we must have some uh, very uh, erudite Jewish listener out there who knows what they call those. There's got to be a name for it. It's got that, like, raspberry um, jelly. Chocolate-covered jelly is not the answer, Cheryl. I'm sorry. That's one of the lamest answers I've heard in my life. Here's a mobile in the Gables. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, you got a lot of anal retentive people there tonight. No, come on. We got a great audience. Colin, I want to tell you about something. So far. Yesterday on the news, I saw about these two punks that went to this uh, rally for the troops, and they took credit for going over to the Gulf, and, and they said they were in Kuwait City, and these punks were not even over in the Middle East. Yeah. And they, they tried to take credit for well, it. Well, they probably once uh, ate at A&W in Homestead and wanted to take credit for it. Pretty weak. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, Somebody, we should have sent them out to L.A. for the cops to work over. <laughs> right? 
Just a, just a little uh, occasional beating here. Straighten yeah, them out. Exactly. I, I think or just send them up to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Nick will take care of them. I, you couldn't complain. You couldn't complain. Right. I got a, I got a request from you. Would you my, my Wait a minute. You're calling the other callers today anal retentive douchebags and you have a request? But, uh, not, not, not that kind of request. An, an easy request. Oh, okay. My father really digs you, so, so that makes him kind of strange right away. But Why I'm, is that? Well, I like you. I like you. We have you. a lot of old uh, post-senile people who love this show. He is. He's at that stage, but he's a, he's a douchebag. My, yeah. my father and I are really close, but he is a douchebag. Yeah. And uh, I think you should call him one. I think... Uh, no, sir, if you listen to the show, I don't call anybody a douchebag. How about calling him I might him, uh, make an exception for you. The callers do that, sir. Could you tell him... Uh, I, no, why can't, you, why can't you tell him? Why do you have to have somebody else do your dirty work, you know, that sir? Would be, that would be the ultimate for him if why? you told him the step took us. No, I don't use that kind of language on the air, sir. What is his name? Uh, Doug. Doug? Kushmir and Tosas, Doug. Thanks. Okay. Even uh, Laura knows what that means because she's... Now, Laura, wait a minute. Where'd she go? Laura. Now, what, you, she just went through all these becoming very Jewish classes, and she's got a mezuzah around her thing, and uh, she's really... So, you know, on Passover, which is coming up almost any moment... We eat those chocolate-covered candies with, like, the uh, raspberry jelly inside. Have you had those? Yeah, she's the same one that brought me those little triangle homentosh and about the size of your thumb that are a joke. Well, find out. There's somebody. we got to have one or two other token Jews. Oh, we find out. Um, oh, here we go in Boynton Beach. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. What is the answer? Okay, there a company named Joiva makes them. Ah, Joiva. Right? Jelly right. rings, jelly squares, jelly sticks. They make the halava. They make the chocolate-covered marshmallows. Yeah. All that good stuff. And there was a line in Fatso where uh, Ann Bancroft is talking to the brother. Yeah. And he's describing the scene in the kitchen. And he goes, and the Jew bit his finger. He thought it was halava. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that one of the greatest movies ever? It's great, and it's true to life, and some people don't believe it. I remember one lady calling you up going, oh, that was so unreal. But no, it was not unreal at all. I can relate to it. I had a cousin that was 40 years old buried in a piano box. Yeah. They, they just couldn't find that, anything this, this, big enough The movie opens with a scene where they're burying um, Anne Bancroft's nephew. Isn't he the nephew? Cousin. Cousin. And, and a guy, he's like a kid. He's like, what, 19 or something? No, he's, he's 20. 39. Oh, he's thir the guy's 39? And he died. Oh, I thought he was, and he, and he and, died, and right. And he died. And they're burying him, it looks like, in a piano case. And right. he's and this big, behind, fat, young guy. And it's behind the hearse. Yeah. And, and they're carrying on, and the mother is carrying on, and Ann Bancroft is screaming and cr screaming at him and yelling, You bastard! <laughs> and uh, at, the, at the body, and... and and Dom DeLuise is going to get water in the kitchen for everybody that's crying and hysterical. And he takes the little end of the bread, the Italian bread. Puts the sauce on. And he sticks it, puts a fork in it, and he sticks it in the sauce that's cooking in the big pot on the stove. And he's crying. And he's crying, and he's hysterical. All of a sudden, he eats the bread, and he starts, yeah, he starts uh, getting happy, and he's calmed down, and uh, it's incredible. I watch that then, about then he, every three months. Then... After he's got the sauce on it, then he just lightly dips it in the big thing of Parmesan cheese. <laughs> right? I used to do that when I was a kid. Oh, man. Well, thanks for the answer, sir. No You're problem. a joyva forever. Thanks. Happy Pesach. 1057 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade. 751-9463. And one in Broward. <clears throat> oh, here. I think my nose is starting to twitch a little bit. I think the stroke's coming any second. 524-WIOD in Broward and Star-IOD 
on the uh, Bell South Mobility line, which is ringing as I speak. Let's take a call from Plantation. Hello. Dale. Yep. Hold on a second. Don't blame you, Henry. No, let's blame Norman, uh, what's his name? Van Aken at the uh, Betsy Ross Hotel at 1440 Ocean Drive on Miami Beach for bringing me all that delicious, fattening dessert crap. Next time, tell him to bring something that's not the dessert. Like uh, in about an hour. Yes, sir. Neil. Yeah. Good morning. How are you? Great. Good. Uh, fat. You what? Fat. Yeah, well, keep eating joy restrictions. You will get fat. I don't have any yet. Uh, well, go down. There's plenty around. They are delicious, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Oh, man. <laughs> That's my biggest weakness. Let me ask you. Last week, I'm not a horse player or anything like that, but I listened to you a lot. And uh, I went down to Pompano last Friday, and I played mm-hmm. Christmas list. Mm. I just thought, you know, because I heard it on your show. What a lucky like, guy. Huh? What a lucky yeah, guy. Yeah, do a quick 20 on it and... <laughs> Are you serious? I'm lucky, yeah. And got 260 back. That's right. Whew. All right. And I look today, and I don't see Christmas fish running. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah, they couldn't fill the race on Friday, so it's going to be tomorrow night in the ninth race. No kidding. And All he, right. He'll be right there yeah, again. I'm going to go down tomorrow night then, yeah. I don't he know sh- if I'm going to bet him. Be, he sh- yeah, he should be good tomorrow because there's a lot of speed in that race. you got Best Bunny and Probationer and Wolof. There's a lot of speed. He's going to come from behind again. He could be right there. I hope so. Did you see that? Did you? I looked in the paper. And I saw that uh, Good Silk paid a hundred and forty some odd dollars. Yeah. That where did that horse come from? Hunger. <laughs> That's why he paid so much. Good luck, pal. Listen, thanks. Okay. Bye bye. We'll need it. Okay, we have two open lines. They're both in Broward. Five two four Joyva. Five two four nine four six three. Henry Barrow, the man who is going to put me in my grave before my time, has the eleven o'clock WYOD news. Let me see if I can lick the plate one more time here. Oh man. Mm-mm. Then we'll come back at 11.05. Rick and Sons with two live Jews and Joy Jelly at 2. Jeff DeForest on Sports Talk. Hank Goldberg uh, previews the Derby at 8 tonight. Although it is nice. Kropko Records presents for the first time anywhere a fabulous two-record collection of pop music's greatest stutterers like Bachman Turner Overdrive. The incomparable David Bowie. The greatest names in pop music stammering and stuttering their way to the top in this one amazing record offer. The Who! Those Jacksons! Three generations of great stutters and stammers! And if you act now, Kropko will grow in a fabulous collection called Grunts and Groans with James Brown, Kenny Rogers, Pat Benatar, plus many more! If you tried to buy these records, they'd probably put you away. You can only get them from Crapco, Grunts and Groans, plus Stutters and Stammers. From Crapco, where we say, if you'll buy this, you'll buy anything. Yeah, thanks a lot. Henry's got Norman Vanikins, but what are you, his agent, or are you just sucking around for more free wine? And I noticed that everything is swimming in rich, fattening, cholesterol-laden sauce. What a way to go. Feast of Sunlight. Yeah, right. Keep your uh, fruit. By the way, uh, I see Henry's licking the plate, too. He likes that grappa on there. Anyway, we have an open line in Broward, 524-WYOD. We're having a little uh, Friday morning feast here. As we get. By the way, I have a little birdie just stuck his head in the door, said they have sold 61,000 seats for the two baseball games. Boy, I tell you, you sure get mixed stories about what's going on in this town. But if that is true... Let's say it's like about 38 for Saturday and about 22 for Sunday. we got a good start because we have two weeks to go. And let me say it again. If you want to uh, give us a big helping boost toward getting Major League Baseball in town because you know damn well they're going to be really looking to see how we pack that stadium those two nights, two days rather, 
Saturday night the 30th and Sunday afternoon the 31st. You can uh, call Ticketmaster or you can buy uh, tickets for the games at select drug, uh, Ecker Drug Stores, Sears, Sound Warehouse, Q Records. In Dade County, you can call 358-5885. In Broward, 523-3309. Or in Palm Beach, 839-3900. And uh, we really hope we have a big turnout. The reason I played the Randy Martin thing is because she's sitting in a control room right now getting ready for her big two-hour show on Sunday. That's not even worth coming in for, is it, for two hours? Well, I guess you have to keep your uh, face before the public. 4 till 6 p.m. after UM Baseball, Randy Martin. And, of course, we used to be very hostile to, uh, toward Randy until we found out that Dave Graveline was going to be doing a little weekend work here. So we love Randy now. <laughs> see, if you stick around long enough by default. And speaking of Dave Graveline, I see Manny from Kendall. Is he coming in there now? Sooner or later, these guys all get their cronies in here, man. It's embarrassing. Too much cronyism in this business. Let's go to Miami. Hello. Did you ever suck the jelly? Yeah. Is he gone? Out of a donut. What happened to him? Are you there? I think he swallowed it. That's part of that scene in Fatso. He says, did you ever suck the jelly out of a jelly donut? I forget exactly how it goes. What? Yeah, we got something for you, Manny, okay? Something you can relate to. There's an open line in Broward. I started to say at 524-WIOD. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I think these bad calls are affecting your board up. He seems like he's in a really bad mood over there. What bad calls? We haven't had one bad call yet except Gladys. <laughs> Gladys yeah, from Toronto. You've had a lot of cranks, too. We have not. Well, what was our last guy? He was not a crank. He was. There was a line from the movie Fatso. Oh, Didn't, okay. You've never seen the movie, obviously. No, I haven't. No, I it's part, of, it told me it's it was part of the same scene where they're fantasizing. There's, he's with this group, Chubby Checkers, where if you get an urge to eat, you call this number, and they send these two fat guys over who are on the same program, and they keep you from eating, from binging. <laughs> And the bottom line is Dom DeLuise sits around with these other two fat guys. And they start fantasizing about all these great things they love to eat. And then they just lose control. They start ripping the cupboards off the wall and ordering up ice cream and pizzas and making pasta. And they, they go into an eating orgy. It's incredible. It's one of the great scenes ever. It's kind of like you and Fat Rich. Right. <laughs> and, Neil, I had a, a little radio. Actually, this is the second call uh, this week, so I hope you don't uh, get angry with me. But uh, second I had a radio... call in a week is not chronic, unless it becomes like the second call every week. Oh, okay. No, like it's... Sandy from Kendall, who yesterday showed her big butt to the entire universe. Did you hear that call yesterday? No, I didn't. Well, you're lucky. No, wonder, missed... no wonder you're in a good mood. I missed that one. Uh, I had a radio accident this morning. Yeah. Uh, your pal Mike Miller. My buddy. Yeah. What What's his deal? He's... Uh... He not only steals, like, half of your material, but now he's, he's running a trip to Chicago. Yeah, somebody called about that yesterday. And he's going crazy about the Cubs. Yeah. He sounds just like you. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. No, it's I, don't unbelievable. Think he, I don't think he sounds just like me. I think that's well, no, terrible. No, no, I mean, he's, he's doing his best to try to. Yeah. And I just wondered, is, is he from Chicago? or? I know, he's from Hunger, as far as I know. I know that he used to be here in this chair on this radio station until he wised up and got his boring ass out of here. Oh, he used to be on IOD. Oh, yeah. Back in the days when we had Sandy and sugar cookies. <laughs> I bet you pretty soon he starts playing Harry Carey stuff on the air. Here's a fly ball right back. It might be. It's, it is. <laughs> hey, 
And speaking of uh, speaking of WIOD and W, well, we won't say in West Palm. Uh, what is Randy Martin doing? Is she just going back and forth from station to station? Or I've heard her on Saturdays on your station and Sundays up here, and I'm just wondering, like, what is her? She's become the radio butterfly. Does she have a contract, or is she now on Biscayne like... and 79th? They have another word they use for it, but I'll be diplomatic. She is the radio butterfly. Hopping from one station to another, pollinating everything she can. Are you going to the track tonight, Neil? No, uh, tonight? Yeah. Tomorrow night. You're not going tonight? Uh, not that I know of. Christmas list isn't running tonight? Tomorrow night. Oh, okay. This I just got through telling this guy that like four seconds ago. Ninth race tomorrow night. Oh, all right. Well, I, had, I was getting uh, in my car. This is Mr. Well, Shine, by the way, so maybe I'll... Oh, yeah, and you didn't show up Wednesday. We had that incredible thing between Wally Hennessy and Peter Wren. And you jerks in the newspapers here didn't write one word about it either, by the way. Dave Joseph, you screwed up big time. Now, see, when I go, and I that's go... that's probably because my good friends at Pompano didn't tell anybody about it. I'm serious. Wednesday was one of the most exciting nights I've seen at any track ever. Well, I'm a rail bird, Neil. You sit upstairs, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you wouldn't see me if I was there. But you weren't there. Well, how do you know? Were you? No. Oh. Because <laughs> if you would have been there, you would have had a comment about it because you'd have just freaked out of what a great... I mean, You're almost right. every race that Wally and Peter were in, it was like a match race. I mean, they were like down the backstretch, head and head, nose to nose. There were like three or four races when they came down the stretch right together. And, and the last race, which was the deciding one, it went all, all the way right to the end. They came right down the stretch together, and Wally won it on the outside and won the whole thing. Wow. It was great. Wow. Well, it sounds like it was a good time. It was. So don't, all right, Neil. don't screw up again next Wednesday. No, I won't. Okay. Take care. See you. Two open lines in Broward, 524-WIOD. But again, nothing was in the newspapers. It's just, uh, what, a, what a horse manure town. It's so hard to promote anything positive that happens here because they've all got their own little thing. And there's Bob Rubin in the Herald writing about the Yankees again and what a great year it's going to be for the Yankees and all this. Other. Come on, wake up and sniff the pansies, will you? Ever since grade school, you were taught that two is greater than one. That's what they say at the window at Pompano. As you got older and invested your hard-earned dollars, you wanted the biggest return for your buck. Today's simple arithmetic tells you that a yield of 10.04% is higher than 7 or 8%. And today, if you're not getting a 10.04% return on your investment, then you're failing math. Right now, dummy, you get a 10.04% yield by investing in AAA-rated CMOs from Curlin Securities. An investment of $37,800 will grow to over $125,000 in about 10 years. Then it pays you principal and interest income over the remaining life of the bond. Total return, $204,000, all for that original investment, of 37800 better than a superfecta. Perfect for IRA rollovers, keel contributions before April 15th, or retirement plans. So pass your math course with AAA-rated 10.04% CMOs. Realized yields and prepayment rates may be affected by market conditions, which can and do change. Both are based on prepared formulas and past performance of underlying collateral. Minimum investment for this, by the way, is 15000 Call now, toll-free, one 800 541-9177. That's 1-800-541-9177 for Curlin Securities. Members NASD and SIPC. A name you can count on, a name you can trust. Eleven sixteen at WIOD. I have some very bad news for the people in the audience who are like uh, my age. Which is almost nobody, because I would say um, probably, I don't know what percent, most of the people listening to the show are younger than I am, like a lot. 
Although when you live in South Florida, no matter how old you are, the good part of it is that most of the population is older than you are. A lot. Even if you're like 90. Mike Love of the Beach Boys is 50 years old today. If everybody had a across the USA. And that's depressing. Boy, if we had it or what? 50 years old today. Which is older than I am, which is something. There's one. Boy. Here's a, a pig report in uh, the Starline. Hello. Is he gone? Just got a ticket. What is it? I just got it. Okay, sir. Good luck to you. You just got a ticket, but also they ought to give a ticket to his phone, okay? Did you hear that? I just ticket. Got fresh weight. Get a new phone, pal. Okay, so if the pig is still hanging around, go back and give another ticket for a uh, bogus cellular phone. There's an open line in Broward, 524-9463, 524-WIBD. Can you believe that Mike Love is 50 years old today? God, is that depressing. Now, all you young whippersnappers, as you grow older, I know this sounds like one of those awful things that all your uh, grandparents and your old fogey parents tell you, but as you get older, you will associate with the people you grew up with. And all of a sudden, when they say, like, Madonna is 65, and you say, Oi, Faye, I'm getting old. You'll be really depressed. Then everybody be served. Like California, yeah. You see them wearing their baggies. And pretty soon they're going to be saying, like, Ricky Schroeder is 72. And you know something? He'll still be the same little twit when he's 72. He's just, he gets on my nerves bad, big time. Huh? Rick. Oh, it's Rick now. Yeah, they butched him up. He's always the sheriff now with a little uh, mustache and the uh, gun and the... Uh, yeah, right. Man. Anyway, it's 1118 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-WIOD. Dave Graveline and Manny just out in the hall comparing notes, I see. I bet you you're going to be working the board during his show, too, aren't you? Yeah, that ought to be real cozy, Manny. Let's go to Miami Lakes. Hello. How, how you doing, Neil? Okay. I listen with that new hoopla over the new baseball team. Yeah. Where are they supposed to be playing once we get a team? In what league? Do you know? In the National League, sir. It'll be the East, most likely? Well, well, they don't know that yet. I mean, I don't understand how they put Atlanta in the East and St. Louis in the West. Well, but no, St. Louis is not in the West. I mean, they're, but they're out Atlanta's west. Atlanta's in the West and St. Louis is in the East. Yeah, but geographically speaking now. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we could just move the cities. That would straighten it out. It should be a yeah. better airport. In fact, too. let's move Atlanta out West. Be no great loss. I just want to also call Adam and Max Wilson, Barry Shevlin. Okay. We have an open line in Dade, <laughs> in Dade, 751, and one in Broward. What do you want? Yeah, give him a, tell him to kiss this, okay? Tell him to kiss my tuchus, all right? Dave Graveline. Man, do they, I don't know how, what do we do? We go out and hire the, um, I'm not even going to say it. This boy, Gary, I mean, he can find them, can he? He can find every one of them, all the uh, radio drifters, every stinking one of them. That's all right. We got a little surprise for you, Dave. I have this little device for the phone when you come in here on Sunday morning to do Weekend Magazine when Chuck is on vacation. I have this little device that makes the lights go out on the phone so you can have, like, all eight lines ringing, but you won't see any lights flashing. Payback is a bitch, Dave. Just a joke. Relax. Did we got another break to do now? How come I crossed it off already? We didn't do two breaks, did we? Well, I'm getting so far ahead of myself, I already crossed it out. Meantime, there's an open line in Broward, 524, John Harper is God, 524. All my old board ops from KAT, they're all like hotshots now. They're all walking around owning radio stations and uh, big hotshots executives. 
We had Glenn Hutton called yesterday from uh, all these piss pots now that are like hot shots. And all the rest of us, man, kind of like life is passing us by. And sometimes I feel uh, that it is, you know. We'll be right back. You went through the doorway with the curtain. Then they have uh, other rooms in the pool and things like that because they showed the pictures in the magazine. Anyway, I thought I'd tell him where it was in case he wanted to go. It's about a mile or two east of 441 on Hillsborough Boulevard. Great. Well, after lunch, the whole staff are going to get in a bus and we're all going up there to check it out. All right. Okay. See ya. Hey, my hubby's got an idea for Neil. Real quick. All right. For who? Neil. I